This is First News on News Radio 1290 WNBF Binghamton and WNBF.com. This is WNBF First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 69 degrees at 6.04. Forecast for today, mostly sunny, a 30% chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms. High in the mid-80s, fire has destroyed the South Montrose Community Church on Route 29, according to the United Fire Company. Officials have posted on the company's Facebook page that State Route 29 has reopened, but crews were on the scene for five hours battling the two-alarm fire in Susquehanna County. The fire in the steeple and open attic area was reported shortly after 10.30 last night. According to the Post, the United Fire Company was joined battling the blaze by firefighters from Susquehanna, Susquehanna, Wyoming, and Bradford counties. Firefighters reportedly tried to push into the structure but were driven back due to the rapidly deteriorating conditions. United Fire says, quote, unfortunately, the church suffered catastrophic damage. The cause of that fire will be investigated today. There has been no word on any injuries. Officials will be assessing the damage today to one or more rented storage units at a facility on Front Street, Binghamton, uh, Binghamton police say that a car rammed into the facility, the business, early today. City police say the driver apparently suffered a medical issue when he swerved off Front Street into the U-Haul moving and storage facility shortly after 1.30 this morning, then left the scene. He was quickly located by authorities and transported to a hospital for evaluation. The investigation is continuing. WMBF First News Time 6.06. New York State is recording over 4,000 new cases of COVID-19 a day for the past two days, while infection numbers locally continue to grow, mainly attributed to the more contagious Delta variant of the coronavirus. Shenango County says due to the increased spread, the county is requiring face masks be worn in all Shenango County buildings and offices, those are government-operated, starting on August 16th, no matter the vaccination status of workers and members of the public. That Health Department statement goes on to say, quote, it is recommended that Shenango County businesses, organizations, and schools immediately implement a face mask requirement for their vaccinated and unvaccinated employees, patrons, and students. Broome County yesterday reported 41 new cases. Cortland County reported 13 new positive tests in the daily update. And Delaware County's weekly update covering the period August 6th through the 12th shows 78 new cases for the week. WMBF News Time 607. Some residents and businesses in Johnson City had to do without air conditioning and fans on one of the hottest days and nights of the year. More than 200 NYSEG customers on the village's north side lost electric service at about 1.30 in the afternoon yesterday when the heat index was close to 100 degrees. Fire Marshal Bob Blakesley was at the fire department headquarters on Harriel Drive when he said he heard a boom and a short time later residents of a neighborhood a few blocks away called 911 to report a possible transformer fire or electrical problem. Blakesley says a 35,000 volt high voltage line came down on Fairview Street near North Arch Street. There appeared to be a small 
fire in a tree in that area where the line came down. That was went out on its own. According to the New York State Electric and Gas website, 228 pa- customers in parts of several streets have been affected by the outage. No outages being reported this morning. A NYSEG representative said it appeared a transmission line fell on a distribution line, resulting in blown transformers, which is what people probably heard. Some residents were still complaining of their power being out at 9 o'clock last night. Johnson City residents living north of the high school have been conserving water following a problem with the Fairview pumping station. The water department has not provided an update this morning to their afternoon advisory yesterday that asked for conservation until further notice. And elsewhere in the state, New York Lieutenant Governor Kathy Hochul says she does plan to run for governor on her own right after serving out the rest of Andrew Cuomo's term. Hochul told NBC's Today Show yesterday that she fully expects to run for governor because she is, quote, the most prepared person for the job. Governor Cuomo announced his resignation Tuesday amid sexual harassment and other allegations. Cuomo denies he touched anyone inappropriately. Hochul will become the first woman to be New York's governor when Cuomo's resignation becomes official on August 24th. She's a Buffalo Democrat who has served as Erie County Clerk and served one term in Congress before winning election as lieutenant governor in 2014. It's 609 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF.com. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. 610, it's early bird traffic for people who like to get up and get going. And indeed, we are starting off a Friday with no significant problems on roadways around the Twin Tiers. If we learn of any issues, we will pass the information on to you right away here on First News Binghamton. Now the forecast from the National Weather Service, mostly sunny today, a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms afternoon, the high 91, heat index 99. Mostly cloudy tonight with a chance of showers and thunderstorms, low 64. Tomorrow starting off cloudy, gradually becoming sunny. A chance of showers and thunderstorms in the morning. Tomorrow's high 78. Yeah, look for Sunday, sunny, and a high of 78. Right now it's 69 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290 WNBF, where news breaks first. We're working for you to bring you the news you need. And that is our pledge to you been doing it for nearly a century and why stop now i think we're getting the knack of how it all works coming up we'll have the story of baseball of course the field of dreams game out there in iowa last night and our own field of dreams here in downtown binghamton was a big night for the rumble ponies all that and more coming up at 615, 618, Wall Street Now from ABC, and 620, Dr. Sanjay Gupta with a better life. We're here for you. As my friend Roger Neal would say, we got you to it. Now we'll get you through it. And then the weekend. Friday morning, August 13th, 2021. This is First News. 
Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Big, big night for the Rumble Police. First off, the one and only Roger Neal was on hand for the game, so that was the highlight, at least for me, spending a good portion of the game with Mr. Neal. Talk more about that. On First News Binghamton, also for Rumble Ponies fans, a big win over the Yard Goats. Brett Beatty finished four for five with two homers and four RBI as the Ponies beat the Yard Goats. It was 10 to 1. Binghamton pitcher Justin Lasco in his double-A debut allowed only three hits over seven scoreless innings to get his first win at the double-A level. A lot of fun. And yes, it was a hot time in the old town, but I have to say, it really wasn't that bad. As long as you're in the shade. I know for the first portion of the game, first two or three innings, if you were in the sun, that might have been a bit challenging. Anyway... Binghamton and Hartford will play again tonight at the stadium with the first pitch at 7.05. In Iowa, a Hollywood ending in a Hollywood ballpark. The White Sox won the Field of Dreams game in Dyersville, blowing a 7-4 lead in the ninth before Tim Anderson slammed a two-run walk-off homer and a 9-8 win over the Yankees from the Bronx. Anderson was able to ease the pain of Liam Hendricks, who served up two-run homers by Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton into the cornfield with two out in the ninth to put the Yankees ahead 8-7. to seven. I can tell you more about the game maybe later, but the big deal, of course, is a game, a Major League Baseball game played in Iowa. This is something that uh, many people had looked forward to, and let's face it, let's face it, even if you were on the losing team, it had to be a lot of fun to be there in Dyersville. Yankees manager Aaron Boone talked after uh, the team lost to the uh, White Sox 9-8. He says, well, it was a tough loss. It was an awesome game to be able to participate in. That's probably the greatest setting for a baseball game that I've, I've ever been a part of. It was, it, it, was, it was awesome. Well, I sort of wish I was there, but by the same token, last night I was actually very happy at the stadium here in downtown Binghamton. It was a great night for Binghamton baseball. Meanwhile, in Queens, Pete Alonzo hit a game-ending homer with one out in the seventh inning. The Mets quickly bounced back from blowing the lead, beating the Nationals 5-4 to four for a doubleheader sweep. The Mets won the opener 4-1 to one as Brandon Nimmo homered and drove in four runs, and Marcus Stroman took a shutout into the sixth. New York took a 4-1 to one lead, too, into the seventh of the second game before the Nationals rallied against Trevor May. In Juris Familia to tie it, Alonzo capped a long humid day with his 25th homer. Again, that's uh, a sweep of a doubleheader by the Mets. WNBF News Time, 618, and this is Friday morning, and it seems appropriate to uh, get a preview of the markets, which will open in the U.S. in about three hours. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Yesterday's gains were fractional, but stocks continue their run for the records. Thursday was the third straight day of new highs for the Dow and the S&P 500, fresh off a weekly jobs claims report that signaled a steady economic recovery. Adidas has decided to cut ties with its Reebok subsidiary. 
A sportswear maker announced yesterday that it's entered into an agreement to sell Reebok to Authentic Brands Group, ABG, in a deal worth about $2.5 billion. That morning cup of coffee might soon cost you more. The New York Times reports that the price of beans has soared almost 44% this year. Extreme weather in Brazil, supply chain issues, and political unrest in Colombia are all to blame for the coffee price increase. At the same time, declining prices for building materials will likely signal a new wave of construction starts. On Thursday, lumber hit $480.40 per thousand board feet compared to $1,670 in May. Jim Ryan, ABC News. And taking a look at futures this morning, Dow futures are up 53, NASDAQ futures are up 4. We'll have more business news throughout the day and business bulletins at once right here on News Radio 1290. Coming up in 30 minutes, Kim Commando with her tech report, and she'll discuss some changes coming in the way people get their apps. At least the way things look now. So it'll come up at 6.50. Right now, though, time for The Good Doctor, sponsored by UHS. A better life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta. How long does it take your body to fall out of shape when you stop exercising? I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent. Getting in shape is hard, but staying in shape can be even harder. Current CDC and WHO guidelines recommend at least 150 minutes of moderate aerobic exercise or 75 minutes of vigorous aerobic exercise every week, add in strength training and stretching. But when you stop working out, you start to lose your cardiovascular fitness and strength within 48 hours. That's according to two professors who specialize in exercise science at Anglia Ruskin University in the UK. You won't start to feel those effects for at least two to three weeks for cardiovascular fitness and around six to ten for strength, they say. But knowing all of this is a great reminder of how important it is to get active and then to stay active. You know what they say, use it or lose it. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, helping you live a better life. Are you the parent of a 2- to 7-year-old? Listen closely for an exciting free radio offer. By now, you've probably heard of ABC Mouse, the Parents' Choice Award-winning online learning program that's actually changing the lives of early learners everywhere. ABC Mouse is like a little one-on-one teacher. It has helped her so much. Right now, we're offering a special radio promo to try it free for a month. But you have to go to abcmouse.com slash radio to claim your free month. That's abcmouse.com slash radio. Sponsored by Age of Learning. When the forgotten poor are in need of healing, they wait for a ship unlike any other. Mercy Ships, a floating hospital staffed by volunteers, heroes of mercy who donate their time to save lives. Every human has the right to have a place at the table of the human race. If you could just see smiles that you get when lives have been changed, then it would make it all worth it. To learn more about Heroes of Mercy, go to mercyships.org. Better Life with Dr. Sanjay Gupta every weekday morning at 620 here on News Radio 1290, WNBF and WNBF.com, sponsored by UHS. And it's 623. If you're just waking up, good morning. We can assure you that the world is safe and you will have no problem if you head out the door this morning. Yes, it'll be. Um, Tad warm again today. On the bright side, it's going to be very pleasant Saturday and Sunday. We have the complete forecast coming up when we check weather 
and traffic together, or for you traditionalists, traffic and weather together. That's coming up in two minutes. Also coming up at 6.30, all the news with Kathy White in the WNBF News. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Traffic wise, there really isn't that much to report, which is a good thing. Watch out in the next couple of hours as the work crews set up in the various construction zones and, of course, maintenance will be going on around the region. So take it easy out there. Forecast from the National Weather Service, mostly sunny today, a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms this afternoon, high 91, the heat index 99, mostly cloudy tonight with a chance of showers and thunderstorms, low 64, cloudy tomorrow to start, gradually becoming sunny, chance of a shower or a thunderstorm in the morning, high 78, sunny Sunday, high 78, right now in downtown Binghamton, 69, at News Radio 1290, where news breaks first, WNBF. News time, 629 coming up. We'll take a look at some of the important entertainment news from eight. Entertainment News. This weekend, get sucked into the wacky video game world of Free Guy. My name is Guy. The film starring Ryan Reynolds is expected to top the box office, and Reynolds says that's no small task for something that's not a sequel. It's always an undertaking doing a blockbuster summer fastball of joy kind of movie that is that is like tentpole-esque that is original that isn't based on a comic book or any kind of ip or anything like that free guys only in theaters no streaming also only in theaters this weekend the aretha franklin biopic respect starring jennifer hudson as well as the horror sequel don't breathe too if you're looking for something to stream, the critically acclaimed Coda, or Children of Deaf Adults, debuts on Apple TV+. And there's a new season of Modern Love on Amazon Prime Video. Meanwhile, a major victory for Britney Spears, her father Jamie agreeing to step down as her conservator. So we're partners. And the Falcon and the Winter Soldier star Sebastian Stan is 39 today. Jason Nathanson, ABC News. Hollywood. 628 Flash Contest Giveaway now on WNBF. If you're the first caller, this means get on your phone now. You can get a pair of grandstand tickets to the historic Saratoga Racecourse, named one of the world's greatest sporting venues. The pass comes alive in the historic grandstand every summer. So you've been thinking about going to Saratoga? And I know many people are. Call right now, 772-1290. Be the first caller. First wins a pair of tickets 772-1290 be first be fast but be careful with your dialing wnbf news time six this is wnbf first news here's kathy white Good morning. It's 69 degrees at 6.30. The forecast for today, mostly sunny, 30% chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms, and the high only in the mid-80s. Forecasters say Tropical Depression Fred is slowly strengthening and could regain tropical storm status today. The U.S. National Hurricane Center says the system is moving along the northern coast of Cuba. 
on a forecast track toward Florida. Maximum sustained winds at last report were about 35 miles per hour with higher gusts. Tropical storm watch had been issued for parts of Cuba, the Florida Keys, and southwest coast of Florida. Fred became a tropical storm on Tuesday, but weakened to a depression as it spread over the southwest area of Haiti in the Dominican Republic. It knocked out power to some 400,000 customers and was reported causing some flooding issues as well. Wildfires in Montana and California are threatening rural towns and ranch land while the West sees a continuing bout of dangerously hot, dry weather. In Montana, firefighters are scrambling to save hundreds of homes near the North Cheyenne Indian Reservation. WMBF First News Time 631. Route 29 in South Montrose in Susquehanna County is back open after being closed for a time overnight to allow fire crews to work at the scene of a two-alarm blaze. The United Fire Company has reported on its Facebook page that the blaze, which was reported shortly after 10.30 last night, caused, in their words, catastrophic damage to the South Montrose Community Church. Fire crews from departments in Susquehanna, Wyoming, and Bradford counties worked for over five hours There's been no word of any injuries. The cause of the fire, which apparently began in the steeple and attic area of the church, will be investigated today. New York State Department of Education is offering some advice for schools to reopen this fall as the COVID-19 pandemic takes a turn with a more contagious Delta variant. But it's leaving the final say up to the schools. Education officials in the state issued a statement yesterday deferring to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and American Academy of Pediatrics recommendations as the New York State Health Department this week said it would not be issuing guidelines. The CDC recommends universal masking for students and staff regardless of vaccination status as well as social distancing of three feet for those who have been vaccinated and six feet for those who are not or their status is unknown. Masking on school buses is a mandate, as is the case with public transportation. Again, the guidelines are recommendations, and it will be up to the schools and parents to make the final decision. Schools in New York are being left without a clear leadership on the issues involving the pandemic after the state health department last year had issued directives on a regular basis as conditions changed, even though many times districts complained those directives were very slow in coming. Those slow instructions last year threw a lot of sports and other programs into confusion as guidance was issued with little time for districts to make their necessary adjustments. Sexual harassment allegations cost New York Governor Andrew Cuomo his job, but that is not the only issue with the Democrats' administration that has been under the microscope. Many still want to see him answer for the Cuomo administration's handling of COVID outbreaks in nursing homes and the number of deaths attributed to the pandemic. Families of the more than 15,000 New Yorkers who have died of COVID-19 in state nursing homes say they want accountability and are urging state lawmakers and the U.S. Justice Department to keep investigating Cuomo after he leaves office. Among the most controversial moves in the early days of the pandemic was a policy that effectively forced nursing homes to admit recovering coronavirus patients, sometimes housing them in the same units or floors as other residents who had not been infected. The administration also has been taken to task for a decision to obscure the true death toll in facilities that underreporting of numbers have been explained away by Cuomo's top aide, Melissa DeRosa, as a strategy in dealing with former President Donald Trump and the White House's withholding of COVID assistance to Democrat-led states like New York. 
Broome County's biggest festival is coming back after being sidelined last year by the pandemic. Speedy Fest organizers yesterday announced the celebration of the local delicacy and the balloon rally will start at noon on October 8th and run through the weekend. Hours are a little different with the event open from noon to 8.30 p.m. Friday, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Saturday, and 9 a.m. to 7.30 p.m. on Sunday. Of course, the date itself is very different since the festival is normally held in the first weekend of August. Speedy Fest is still at Otsenango Park. Musical acts are the Bare Naked Ladies, Billy Currington, and Martina McBride. Festival-only tickets that do not include the concerts or meet-and-greet events are $7. All-inclusive tickets are $25 a day. Tickets go on sale at 10 a.m. August 26th at the Arena Box Office, Ticketmaster, and Wegmans in Johnson City. It's 6.35, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF.com. have a winner. Actually, we have a couple of winners. It's an amazing, amazing situation here at WNBF. I'm not sure if it's ever happened before, but it happened just moments ago where we had two people, I think, who were virtually tied for caller number one, so we wound up giving away two pairs of grandstand tickets to the historic Saratoga race course, named one of the world's greatest sporting venues. The past comes alive in the historic grandstand every summer. Ben from Binghamton and Mike from Endicott. In a rare, rare situation, it was a virtual tie. It was a photo finish, and so... Mike and Ben won tickets. I expect additional pairs of tickets for Saratoga will be given away this morning, perhaps next hour here on First News Binghamton, and perhaps even during the ever-popular Binghamton Now Talk program. So as they say in radio and in the U.S. Attorney's Office in Manhattan, stay tuned. WNBF News Time, 6.30. Starts recording. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Here's 640 update. Smooth sailing everywhere, except on the George Washington Bridge. I know that probably affects very few of you, but i got to tell you, <laughs> Emergency repairs are cleaning up after a big crash on the George Washington Bridge on the upper level. But probably by the time you get down there, they'll have it cleared up. Maybe. Here in the Twin Tiers, we have no problems to report on the 201 Bridge between Vestal and Johnson City. Even the 962J Bridge between Campville and Appalachian. No problems, my friends. No problems. Forecast from the National Weather Service, the final day of the pseudo heat wave. It's not an official heat wave, but it's sort of like a heat wave. Well, it ends today, mostly sunny today, a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms this afternoon, high 91. Tonight, cloudy, a chance of showers and thunderstorms, low 64. Tomorrow, starting off cloudy with a chance of showers and thunderstorms in the morning and then becoming sunny 
and nice, high 78. And Sunday, beautiful, sunny, high 78. Right now in downtown Binghamton, officially 69 at News Radio 1290. Coming up, a very special treat. We'll take you to the ballpark just a few hours ago when who should show up? The legendary Roger Neal. Yes, you know him, you love him, you thought you can't live without him, although somehow you've managed to muddle through over the past year or so. Well, you'll hear from Roger Neal with a little impromptu fun from the stadium coming up in a few minutes here on News Radio 1290. Now, Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. At 6:45, Rumble Ponies had a big, big win last night. With, uh, yeah, they almost, almost kept Hartford scoreless. Um, Yard Goats did get on the board with one run. Final was Binghamton 10, Hartford 1. The teams face each other again tonight. First pitch, 635 at the stadium in Iowa. A Hollywood ending in a Hollywood ballpark. The White Sox won the Field of Dreams game in Dyersville. It uh, was quite a remarkable ending. Short lead by Sebi. The pitch is hit in the air. Deep to right. That ball is gone. White Sox win. The field of dreams. (laughs) That was the call on WMVP Chicago. And uh, there you go, the Field of Dreams game. Just uh, apparently an amazing contest. I was in Binghamton watching the Rumble Ponies with their amazing game. But, uh, again, Field of Dreams game ending with uh, a dramatic win. White Sox over the Yankees, 9-8. to Meanwhile, in Queens, Pete Alonso hit a game-ending homer with one out in the seventh inning. The Mets quickly bounced back from blowing the lead, beating the Nationals 5-4 to four for a doubleheader sweep. Mets won the opener 4-1 to one as Brandon Nimmo homered and drove in four runs, and Marcus Stroman took a shutout into the sixth. So, good news for Mets fans. That's the latest from the ballparks on this Thursday morning. Coming up next, Business News, WNBF News Time, 6 6.48, time for some money news. World stocks are mostly rising ahead of more economic releases that could hint at how the Delta variant is affecting growth. In early trading, France's main index climbed two-tenths of a percent, while the DAX in Germany added three-tenths of a percent. Britain's FTSE 100 picked up four-tenths of a percent. In Asian trading, Tokyo's Nikkei closed one-tenth of a percent lower. In energy markets, benchmark U.S. crude lost 52 cents to 68.57 per barrel in electronic trading on the New York Merck. Brent Crude, I think I went to school with him at UE back in the 70s. Brent Crude, the price standard for international oils, gave up 39 cents to 70.92 per barrel in London. So oil prices are trending down, which I guess is a good thing. Maybe we'll see even lower gas prices soon. WNBF News Time 649 Tech News in 60 seconds with Kim 
traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. 655, Broome County Highway Department says milling and paving continuing as we wrap up the week on Smithville and Lewis Roads. Watch out for other county highway projects. And of course, pay attention to all sorts of projects around the region. Slow down when you're in a work zone. The forecast from the National Weather Service, mostly sunny today with a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms this afternoon. High 91. Cloudy tonight with a chance of showers and thunderstorms. Low 64. Tomorrow starts off cloudy with a chance of showers and thunderstorms early in the morning, then gradually becoming sunny. High 78. Sunny Sunday. High 78. Right now 69 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290, where news breaks first. First, WNBF News Time 656. Well, of course, every so often, the WNBF News Cruiser winds up at the ballpark. Always keep my fingers crossed that the windshield doesn't get smashed. After all, how many times can your windshield really get smashed by a baseball flying out of the bar ballpark maybe once in a lifetime anyway it didn't happen last night the windshield's intact one of the highlights though happened late in the game and we take you there via the magic of recorded media thursday night at the ballpark in downtown binghamton and it's the seventh inning stretch and who should be here the one and only Roger Neal. Roger, this is a special treat. How are you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Very well on a good night like this, huh? Well, look at this score. I mean, this is a great night for our Rumble Club. Yeah, the ponies are just trotting. They're galloping tonight. They're rolling. Yeah, they're doing very well. This is great. It's great to see you. I know you're going to continue to uh, provide us with some very interesting sports coverage over the next few months. And certainly we'll be in touch with you on Binghamton now and then also on First News Binghamton with some interesting updates. Sounds good. Everything going well? Going well, absolutely. All right. I have my big uh, pulled pork sandwich tonight, and uh, how much better could it be? The only thing is, they're not offering donuts that are made in Endicott here. Not, not at this time. Oh, but but there could be a Endicott. couple of those made tomorrow. <laughs> Absolutely. Roger Neal at the ballpark. What a great night for baseball in Binghamton. I'm Bob Joseph. Hope you'll tune in tomorrow for First News Binghamton and, of course, Binghamton Now on News Radio 1290, WNBF. Oh, actually, WNBF.com. WNBF.com, of course. Thank you, sir. <laughs> uh, we do manage to have some fun. I was actually posted on Twitter last night about 9 o'clock. Really? Was it about 9 o'clock? It was just a few hours ago. Why am I here? I should be home sleeping. Need my beauty sleep to keep my voice in shape. Anyway, it was a big night at that point when we were speaking with Roger Neal. I believe the Rumble Ponies were ahead 8 to nothing, and they wound up scoring again in um, the bottom of the 7th and the bottom of the 8th. Um, Hartford did score a single run in the top of the 8th. The final last night, Binghamton 10, Hartford 1. So it was a great time at our stadium. WNBF News Time, 6.59. The Don Giovanni Show.
Hello, friends. I'm back, back where it all started over 30 years ago. That's right. We're right here at News Radio 1290 WNBF. Tell your friends about it every Saturday night from 6 to 9 with Frank Sinatra. Old Blue Eyes is back with me, Old Brown Eyes, and Sundays from noon to 3. That's right. An Italian house party get together right here where it all started. Don Giovanni Show on WNBF. Coming up this morning, a little over an hour from now, the fabulous Binghamton Now program, live and local. First thing out of the shoot, we'll be speaking live with New York's governor, David Patterson. He was the 55th governor. Remember him? Yeah, we'll talk live about what's going on now in Albany and what might happen next. Also this morning, we'll be speaking with Binghamton University President Harvey Stanger, plus your phone calls, plus potential surprises. Friday, Binghamton Now, coming up after the 8 o'clock news here on WN. This is WNBS First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. It's 68 degrees at 704. More reasonable high temperatures for today into the mid-80s. Mostly sunny skies, 30% chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms. Fire has destroyed the South Montrose Community Church on Route 29, according to the United Fire Company in Susquehanna County. Authorities have posted on the fire company's Facebook page that State Route 29 is reopened, but crews were on that scene for five hours battling the two-alarm fire. The fire started in the steeple and open attic area was reported shortly after 10.30 last night. According to the Post, the United Fire Company was joined battling the blaze by firefighters from Susquehanna, Wyoming, and Bradford counties. Firefighters reportedly tried to push into the structure but were driven back due to the rapidly deteriorating conditions. United Fire says, quote, unfortunately, the church suffered catastrophic damage. Officials will be assessing the damage today to one or more rented storage units at a facility on Front Street, Binghamton, after a car rammed into the business early today. City police say the driver apparently suffered a medical issue when he swerved off Front Street into the U-Haul moving and storage facility shortly after 1.30, then left the scene. He was quickly located by authorities and transported to a local hospital for evaluation. The investigation is continuing. New York State is recording over 4,000 new cases of COVID. COVID-19 a day over the past two days, while infection numbers locally continue to grow, mainly attributed to the more contagious Delta variant of the coronavirus. Shenango County says, due to the increased spread, the county is requiring face masks be worn in all county buildings and offices starting August 16th, no matter the vaccination status of workers and members of the public. The health department statement goes on to say, quote, it is recommended that Shenango County businesses, organizations, and schools immediately implement a face mask requirement for their vaccinated and unvaccinated employees, patrons, and students. Broome County yesterday reported 41 new cases. Cortland County reported 13 new positive tests in the daily update. And Delaware County's weekly update covering the period August 6th through the 12th shows 78 new cases for the week. 
Some residents and businesses in Johnson City had to do without air conditioning and fans on one of the hottest days and nights of the year. More than 200 New York State electric and gas customers on the village's north side lost electric service about 1.30 yesterday afternoon. The heat index was close to 100 degrees at the time. Fire Marshal Bob Blakesley was at the fire department headquarters on Harriel Drive. He says he heard a boom. A short time later, residents of a neighborhood a few blocks away were calling 911 to report a possible transformer fire. Blakesley says a 35,000-volt high-voltage line came down on Fairview Street near North Arch Street, and there appeared to have been a small fire in a tree when the line came down, but that was put out on its own. According to NYSEG, 228 customers in parts of several streets were affected. NYSEG representatives say it appears a transmission line fell on a distribution line, resulting in some blown transformers, which is what people probably heard. Some residents were still complaining of power out approaching 9 o'clock last night. WMBF News Time 708. Johnson City residents living north of the high school have been conserving water following the pro- a problem reported with the Fairview pumping station. The water department has not provided an update to an afternoon advisory yesterday. That advisory was asking for conservation, quote, until further notice. New York City now accounts for more than 8.8 million of the country's population growing by 629,000 people over the past 10 years. The city remains the largest metropolis by far, but surging large cities in the Sun Belt are gaining ground, underscoring population shifts that will give states like Texas and Florida greater clout in Congress. Census numbers coming out yesterday. Despite the surge in population in New York City, New York State did not keep pace with other states. It was already known New York would lose a seat in Congress, but the new data released yesterday by the U.S. Census Bureau could help a 10-member reapportionment committee decide just how to draw the new congressional lines. It's 7.09, where news breaks first. News Radio 1290, WMBF and WMBF. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. 710, and there are no significant issues on area roadways. If you see an issue, I suggest that you call us on our traffic tip line, 607-772-1290. Let us know, and then we'll let everyone know in our next traffic and weather together update. Now, the forecast for the weekend from the National Weather Service, mostly sunny today with a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms developing in the afternoon. High 91, cloudy tonight, showers and thunderstorms, low 64. Tomorrow starts off mostly cloudy with a chance of showers and thunderstorms early, then becoming sunny, high 78, sunny Sunday, high 78. Right now in downtown Binghamton, officially 69 in downtown Binghamton at News Radio 1290, where news breaks first. WNBF News Time 7:11 coming up at 7:15. WNBF Sports. Take a look at how the Rumble Ponies performed, how the Yankees did in Iowa, and how the Mets did with a couple of games in Queens. Friday morning sports will be coming up in just over three minutes. Right after that, Wall Street now with Jim Ryan from ABC previewing the final day of trading in our fabulous work week. 
just wrapping up mid-August. Gee, soon it'll be time to get the kids ready for school and then trick-or-treating and then a big Thanksgiving dinner held virtually. Almost as much fun as having people over to the house. And before you know it, a virtual Christmas and a virtual New Year's celebration in Times Square. It's going to be a virtually great end to another interesting year. WNBF News Time, 712. Now, Bob Joseph with Sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. And holy cow, we made it to Friday. Here's a look at sports, primarily baseball this morning. Rumble Ponies. Brent Beatty finished four for five with two homers and four RBI as the Rumble Ponies beat the Yard Goats at the stadium last night. A lovely game, in my opinion. They were um, able to uh, keep the Goats from scoring until the top of the eighth inning. So uh, quite a game. I enjoyed it. It was a nice crowd there as well. Sultry night. Baseball the way it was meant to be played in the Parlor City. The Ponies will continue their series with the Yard Goats tonight. The first pitch at 7.05. The Field of Dreams game. The White Sox won that contest in Dyersville, Iowa, blowing a 7-4 lead in the ninth before Tim Anderson slammed a two-run walk-off homer in a 9-8 win over the Yankees. Anderson was able to ease the pain of Liam Hendricks, who served up two-run homers by Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton in the cornfield with two out in the ninth to put the Yankees ahead 8-7. to seven. Yankee starter Andrew Haney didn't come close to going the distance, surrendering seven runs over five innings. Eloy Jimenez belted a three-run homer off Haney. Jose Abreu hit a solo shot, and Sebi Zavala smacked a two-run Blast that put the White Sox ahead 7-3 in the fourth inning. Judge homered twice and had four, no, five RBIs for the Yankees in front of 7,800 in a replica stadium of the original used in Field of Dreams built adjacent to the actual ballpark. There you go. Meanwhile, in Queens, the Mets played a pair. They managed to uh, get him in yesterday afternoon, despite the um, mm, the heat. Can you imagine playing two seven-inning games in Queens when the heat index was probably right around 110? Pete Alonzo hit a game-ending homer with one out in the seventh inning. The Mets quickly bounced back from blowing the uh, lead, beating the Nationals 5-4. to four. For a doubleheader sweep, Mets won the opener 4-1 to one as Brandon Nimmo homered and drove in four runs, and Marcus Stroman took a shutout into the sixth. New York took a 4-1 to one lead, too, into the seventh of the second game before the Nationals rallied against Trevor May and Juris Familia to tie it. Alonzo capped a long, humid day with his 25th homer. Guy is just an amazing homer machine. So a sweep from the Mets in Queens. That's the latest in sports from News Radio 1290 
WNBF News Time, 718. I'd say it's time for Money News. From ABC News, Wall Street Now. Yesterday's gains were fractional, but stocks continue their run for the records. Thursday was the third straight day of new highs for the Dow and the S&P 500, fresh off a weekly jobs claims report that signaled a steady economic recovery. Adidas has decided to cut ties with its Reebok subsidiary. The sportswear maker announced yesterday that it's entered into an agreement to sell Reebok to Authentic Brands Group, ABG, in a deal worth about $2.5 billion. That morning cup of coffee might soon cost you more. The New York Times reports that the price of beans has soared almost 44% this year. Extreme weather in Brazil, supply chain issues, and political unrest in Colombia are all to blame for the coffee price increase. At the same time, declining prices for building materials will likely signal a new wave of construction starts. On Thursday, lumber hit 480. And the Dow's uh, futures are now up 44. NASDAQ futures down 3. Trading starts on Wall Street in just over two hours. Coming up, if you like to eat, you like to hear what happens here in 30 seconds. Don't touch that dial. 719 on First News. live and local, and time for a tasty treat with Kathy White. Yeah, it is a treat this week because we've been doing a lot of entertaining down at the campground. And, you know, this time of year a lot of people like to get together, so they talk about beach food and all that kind of stuff. So I think seafood. So this week's Foodie Friday recipe is crab cream cheese and puff pastry. Nice little appetizers. They're very flavorful using one of my favorite things, Old Bay seasoning, but also some fresh garlic. Really easy to slap together in, guess what, 10 minutes for the prep time, maybe 15 minutes to bake it. You get probably about 12 appetizers if you're using those cute little puff pastry cups that you can get. And, you know, fast, easy, stuff that you know what's in it that's always a good thing, that you know that you're not getting something that's frozen with a lot of additives, way too much salt. And that's one of the ideas between um, between Foodie Fridays and Down to Earth Whole Foods. You're really good to know what you've got going into your body. And if you go to someplace like Down to Earth Whole Foods over on Grant Avenue in Endicott, you are guaranteed that you're going to get a doorbell ringing or, <laughs> or that you're going to get stuff that doesn't, it's not been messed with. It doesn't have additives and all that kind of stuff. Right now they have at the store, um, they've got organic garlic that's in. That's great. The garlic plays very heavily in this particular recipe. Um, maybe you want to do something really nice like, oh, eggplant parmesan, one of my favorites. If you don't feel like making it yourself in the heat, then visit Down to Earth Whole Foods, their little deli. They can make it for you. They had some this week in the deli case, and it looked fabulous. A lot of people have been downing the ice cream. You got some dairy issues? Well, Down to Earth Whole Foods has non-dairy ice cream as well as the dairy stuff. Don't forget they've started Super Produce Sunday. Check out what is coming in from the local farms and small growers. Of course, they've got supplements. They've got natural bug repellent. They've got locally sourced honey and other products, including cheeses and milks and meat from suppliers that they trust and we trust. And we know that there's stuff that hasn't been messed around and put in there. 
down-to-earth Whole Foods. They're open seven days a week. They're going to open in a few minutes, actually, right now. Over on 305 Grant Avenue in Endicott, over by UE High School. Give them a call at 607-785-2338. They do have delivery. They have curbside pickup. And you want to find out what is currently on special, in stock, and some of the advice they have to keep you healthy. Check them out on Facebook and on Twitter. And, of course, Make sure you check out our recipe. We've got a whole bunch of them from years and years. File away at WMBF.com. Oh, yeah, and take a look at that picture. You like oh, that? That's a beautiful picture. Yeah, put a little dollop of creme fraiche on top and a little extra Old Bay seasoning, some fresh mm. dill from the, gar- from the garden. So Old Bay seasoning. Yeah, and it's that time of year for produce, so you, know, you definitely want to see what they've got in stock down at... Uh, uh, down-to-earth Whole Foods, that super produce Sunday is a great idea. All right, always tasty, and uh, every Friday morning we do it right here on News Radio 1290. Kathy returns with a news update in six minutes at 7.30. WNBF, we're covering the Twin Tiers and covering the world for you. WNBF News Time, 724, coming right up, traffic and weather. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. 725, we bring you the traffic and weather together updates four times an hour every 15 minutes. 10 minutes past 25, 40, and 55. Almost set your watch to it. No major travel problems to report. Broom County Highway Department says brush and tree cutting is continuing in parts of the county, so watch out for those maintenance operations. And if you see a work zone, slow down. Pay attention to the speed limits, pay attention to flaggers, and give yourself enough, enough extra space. And whatever you do, stop texting. Here's the weather forecast for your weekend. Mostly sunny today, a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms this afternoon, high 91. Mostly cloudy tonight with a chance of showers and thunderstorms, low 64. Mostly cloudy tomorrow morning with a chance of showers and thunderstorms, gradually becoming sunny with a high tomorrow of 78. Sunny Sunday. High 78, and a sneak preview to the start of the new work week, mostly sunny Monday, high 82. Right now in downtown Binghamton, it's 69 at News Radio 1290. WNBF News Time, 720. HR.com slash panda. This is a limited offer only available to radio listeners at bamboohr.com slash panda. That's bamboohr.com slash panda. Seven twenty-seven on your Friday morning. Let's talk politics. Now your political insights from ABC News. The Pentagon sending three thousand troops back in Afghanistan to help evacuate Americans from the embassy in Kabul. Spokesperson John Kirby says it's due to the Taliban overrunning so many cities there. We believe this is the prudent thing to do given the rapidly deteriorating security situation. Those U.S. troops aren't going back to fight just protect American embassy civilian workers as they leave the country on the State Department's orders. A source telling ABC News that House Speaker Nancy Pelosi has requested an all-members briefing from the Biden administration on the deteriorating situation in Afghanistan when the House returns from recess August 23rd. 
The Department of Justice charging the Capitol rioter allegedly seen ripping the gas mask off an officer as he was jammed between a door trying to hold back the January 6th insurrection. In Florida, Governor DeSantis discovering he cannot withhold school officials' salaries if they enforce mask mandates this fall. Andy Field, ABC News. And coming up after the 8 o'clock news, the Friday edition of Binghamton Now, and no doubt... Some of the conversation will focus on politics, including the first thing. So we start the program with a live conversation with former New York Governor David Patterson. I'm interested to hear what he thinks about the latest developments in Albany. That'll come up at about 810 here on W. This is WNBS First News. Here's Kathy White. Good morning. Mostly sunny today, a 30% chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms. Still a warm one with a high in the upper 80s and a heat index into the mid-90s. Obviously not as hot as the past couple days. The Taliban has captured another three provincial capitals in Afghanistan, completing their sweep of the country's south. The lightning offensive is gradually encircling Kabul just weeks before the U.S. is set to officially end its two-decade war. The latest significant blow was the loss of the capital of Helmand province today. American, British, and allied NATO forces fought some of the bloodiest battles there in the past 20 years. The insurgents have taken 18 of the country's 34 provincial capitals in recent days. That includes the country's second and third largest cities, Hara and Kandahar. The Taliban now control more than two-thirds of Afghanistan just weeks before the U.S. plans to withdraw troops. World stocks are mostly rising ahead of more economic releases that could hint how the Delta variant of the coronavirus is affecting growth. France, Germany, and Britain all opened higher today. Futures for the broad S&P 500 and Dow Jones Industrial Average inched higher as well. The traders are digesting U.S. economic releases and tracking the recovery of the world's largest economy. Heads will turn to Europe and Asia next week. On schedule is Eurozone and U.K. inflation data, as well as the second quarter performance of the Eurozone economy. If Norman Rockwell were to around today, his portrait of the typical American would be vastly different from ones he painted in the 1940s and 50s. New Census Bureau figures show a nation more diverse than ever before. In the past decade, small towns and rural areas saw their average populations fall by about half a percent. At the same time, says the Census Bureau's Mark Perry, The ten largest cities all grew this past decade, and eight of the ten grew at a faster rate this decade compared to the last. What's more, the number of Americans who identify as multiracial stands at 33.8 million. That's a 276 percent increase since the last census in 2010. Jim Ryan, ABC News. WMBF News Time 733, Route 29 in South Montrose in Susquehanna County is back open this morning after it had been closed for a time overnight, allowing fire crews to work at the scene of a two-alarm blaze. The United Fire Company in Susquehanna County has reported on its Facebook page that the fire was reported shortly after 1030 last night and caused catastrophic damage to the South Montrose Community Church. Fire crews from departments in Susquehanna, Wyoming, 
Building in Bradford County has worked for over five hours. No word on any injuries. The cause of the fire, which apparently began in the steeple and attic area of the church, is going to be under investigation today. The New York State Department of Education is offering advice, not so much guidance for schools, about reopening this fall as the COVID-19 pandemic takes a turn with a more contagious Delta variant. But the final say is going to be up to the schools. Education officials issued a statement yesterday deferring to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and American Academy of Pediatrics recommendations as the state health department this week said it would not issue guidelines. The CDC recommends universal masking for students and staff regardless of vaccination status as well as social distancing of three feet for those who have been vaccinated and six feet for those who are not for those and whose status is not known. Masking on school buses is a mandate as is the case with public transportation. Again, the guidelines are recommendations, and it will be up to schools and parents to make a final decision. WMBF First News Time, 734. Broome County's biggest festival is back after being sidelined last year by the pandemic. Speedy Fest organizers yesterday announced the celebration of the local delicacy and balloon rally will start at noon, October 8th, and run through the weekend. Hours are different this year, with the event open from noon to 8.30 p.m. on Friday, 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. on Saturday and 9 a.m. to 7.30 p.m. on Sunday. Of course, the date itself is very different since the festival is normally held the first weekend of August. Speedy Fest is still at Otsonango Park. Musical acts are the Bare Naked Ladies, Billy Currington, and Martina McBride. Festival-only tickets that do not include the concerts or meet-and-greet events are $7. All-inclusive tickets are $25 a day. Tickets go on sale at 10 a.m. on August 26th at the Arena Box Office. Ticket Master and Wegmans in Johnson City. It's 735 where news breaks first. News Radio 1290 WMBF and WMBF.com. Seven thirty-seven on WNBF, WNBF.com. In just over 30 minutes, we plan to speak live with Governor David Patterson. He was New York's 55th governor. He knows a thing or two about uh, stepping in suddenly to be governor after um, a governor has to leave early. He was on hand when Elliot Spitzer left early back on St. Patrick's Day, I believe in 2007, 2008. It's been quite a while. Anyway, I'm just monitoring uh, Governor Patterson because, again, he'll be with us around 810 as we start uh, Binghamton now. He's doing a live interview right now on uh, Fox 5 in New York. Listen. Governor Spitzer probably gave me more responsibility than any lieutenant governor ever had before or since. I ran the efforts on minority and women's business enterprises, energy policy, uh, domestic violence issues. And uh, most governors and lieutenant governors basically uh, uh, are hugging in the camera the first couple of weeks and then basically don't speak to each other for the rest of the time. That isn't just Governor Hochul and uh, Governor Cuomo. That is pretty much in every situation that's actually existed. Well, anyway, that's Good Day New York. They're uh, chatting live with David Patterson. I can tell you one thing, although they're speaking with him uh, first this morning, when we talk with him next hour, our interview is going to be longer than theirs because they're TV. Their interviews have to be very short. I don't know why that is on TV, but that's the truth. And uh, 13 days 
uh, stood between me and an unbalanced budget, I had some information I wouldn't have otherwise had. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I it's been, I think it's been about two years since I last spoke with David Patterson on Binghamton Now, and so when we do speak with him in about thirty minutes or so, we'll have a few questions to talk about. Who knows? I know he loves radio. He also, by the way, he loves baseball. That's the truth. He loves baseball. I'm not sure if I'll bring that up, but who knows? Maybe we could talk about the Field of Dreams game with the Yankees last night. They came very, very close to defeating the White Sox. So we'll uh, have a great conversation. Looking forward to talking with David Patterson. As we start off the Friday edition of Binghamton Now, we also will be speaking with Binghamton University President Harvey Stenger. It's all for you on a Friday edition of Binghamton Now, starting after the 8 o'clock news, WNBF News Time 740. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290, WNBF. And there are no major traffic problems to report at this time. If you see an issue, you can call us on our traffic tip line, 607-772-1290. Forecast from the National Weather Service, mostly sunny today. A slight chance of showers and thunderstorms this afternoon, high 91. Mostly cloudy tonight with a chance of showers and thunderstorms, low 64. Tomorrow, starting off cloudy, gradually becoming sunny. There could be a chance of showers and thunderstorms very early in the day tomorrow with a high of 78. Nice on Sunday, sunny skies, high 78. Right now in downtown Binghamton, it's 69 at News Radio 1290, where news breaks first. WNBF News Time, 741. Coming up, take a look at Friday morning sports, including the story of the Field of Dreams game, how it played out with the Yankees and the White Sox, and also details of the Rumble Ponies facing the Yard Goats in Binghamton. All that and more with sports. Coming up on WNBF's First News Binghamton. Now. Bob Joseph with sports on News Radio 1290 WNBF. Big night for the ponies. Brett Beatty finished four for five with two homers and four RBI as the Rumble ponies beat the Hartford Yard Goats 10 to 1. A lot of people having a good time at the stadium downtown. Yeah, sultry and fun. Uh, the game was. Um, it moved right along. It wasn't one of those uh, three-and-a-half or four-hour affairs that can uh, test the patience of even the most ardent baseball fan. A, a great night for uh, the hometown team, and they'll be playing again tonight. First pitch at 7.05 as the series against the Yard Goats continues. Of course, it will also uh, continue tomorrow night and then conclude Sunday afternoon. So if you like baseball, Head down to the old ballpark and cheer on. Among the cornfields next to the filming site of the 1989 movie, it was the first Major League Baseball game in the state. And I have to say, it would have been nice to be there. Is this heaven? 
I don't think I heard you. Is this heaven? Yes, it is. Yeah, that's Kevin Costner in the pregame ceremony on Fox. MLB on Fox. Costner came out of the cornfield, followed by the players, and addressed the uh, approximately 8,000 fans who were there with a line from the movie. Also, in a pregame conversation, the Major League Baseball Commissioner, Rob Manfred, vowed they'll be back next season. Kevin Costner sitting alongside the commissioner, seized on those comments. You know, you never mess with a winning streak, do you? <laughs> the, uh, but it, it does feel like all the teams are going to want to touch this. There's going to be hot competition to play here. Indeed, indeed. And the final last night, exciting finish. The Yankees lost to the White Sox 9-8. to in Queens, Pete Alonso hit a game-ending homer with one out in the seventh inning. The Mets quickly bounced back from blowing the lead to beat the Nationals 5-4 to four for a doubleheader sweep. That's won the opener 4-1. to one. A couple of seven-inning games. I'm still trying to imagine how much fun that had to be to play a couple of baseball games in Queens with the heat index somewhere around 110 I hope everybody survived. It's just, <laughs> I don't know. I like seeing baseball in New York City. But uh, in my conversation last night with Roger Neal, uh, we both admitted that sometimes when you go to a game in New York City, especially on an August day when it's so hot and so humid, a lot of times it just takes a lot out of you. WNBF News Time, 748. Business news, world stocks are mostly rising ahead of more economic releases that could hint at how the Delta variant is affecting growth. In early trading, France's main index climbed two-tenths of a percent. The DAX in Germany added three-tenths of a percent. Britain's FTSE 100 picked up four-tenths of a percent. In Asian trading, Tokyo's Nikkei closed one-tenth of a percent lower. And the Hang Seng in Hong Kong fell half a percentage point. Of course, the markets will uh, open in the United States in about 100 minutes. Okay, 101 minutes at 9.30. Last check, looking at futures, the Dow futures were up 44, and NASDAQ futures were down 3. Coming up in just a moment, we'll get some tech news, a tech trend update from ABC and Michelle Franzen. Oh, instant contests. I love these instant contests. Keeps the listeners on their toes. We've been giving away pairs of grandstand tickets to the historic Saratoga race course, named one of the world's greatest sporting venues. The past comes alive in the historic grandstand every summer, and we have another pair of tickets to the Saratoga race course. Many of our listeners are planning to go in the next few weeks. Well, if you want a pair of grandstand tickets, be caller number 2 at 772-1290. 772-1290. If you're first, well, if you're first, you're not going to win. If you're second, yeah, second place finish, maybe like that rental company. You may have to try harder, but at least you'll get a pair of tickets. 772-1290. Call now and be careful when you call. You don't want to 
accidentally get through to another radio station, and it turns out they're giving away a 2022 car. <laughs> People are saying, what? Yeah, that's a good point. And now it's time for Tech Trends. Oh, my goodness. We have to guard against cyber attacks. From ABC News, Tech Trends. Guarding against cyber attacks can start at the individual level. Ransomware attacks were up over 150% in North America last year by some estimates. A number of the organizations like Colonial that have been in the news for major ransomware attacks are not surprising. Jason Crabtree is a former advisor to U.S. Army Cyber Command. He says hacker groups generally target big organizations, but there are some ways to protect yourself on the individual level. There are things like use a password manager so that you have a unique password on every personal and work site. Uh, ensure multi-factor authentication is turned on. Um, you can get a, a physical security key that makes it even more secure uh, to help you improve the likelihood that one of your accounts can't be taken over. Plus, there's always that age-old tactic, turning it off and turning it back on again. Don't just leave them on for months at a time. That can make it a lot harder for attackers to continue to be operational. With Tech Trends, I'm Michelle Franzen, ABC News. Or just turn it off for good. <laughs> Never turn it back on. Thwart cyber attacks once and for all. Turn off your phone, turn off your computer, turn off your iPad, turn off your TV. Just keep your radio on. That's all you need to do. 752 WNBF. Thank you all for calling. Our uh, second caller was Lori Griffin from Binghamton. Thank you, Lori, for uh, calling in. She has won a pair of grandstand tickets to the historic Saratoga Racecourse named one of the world's greatest sporting venues. The past comes alive in the historic grandstand every summer at Saratoga. And we may be able to give away another pair of tickets during Binghamton now, sometime between 8 and 10. We may, depending on... Uh, news flow and everything else. So stay tuned. Binghamton Now program coming up after the 8 o'clock news. WNBF News Time, 7.53. We check traffic and weather together. Traffic and weather together now on News Radio 1290 WNBF. At 7.55, everything looks A-OK on area roadways. Of course, we'll continue to monitor the highways and byways of the greater Binghamton region. And if anything happens, of course, we'll bring it to you because our policy is to keep you out of a jam whenever possible. Now the forecast from the National Weather Service shaping up to be a pretty nice weekend. Mostly sunny today on the hot side again. Slight chance of showers and thunderstorms this afternoon. High 91, but the heat index could hit 99.1 that would be a classic rocker mostly cloudy tonight a chance of showers and thunderstorms low 64 tomorrow starting off cloudy but gradually becoming sunny there is a chance of showers and thunderstorms tomorrow morning with a high tomorrow a pleasant 78 and sunday very pleasant as well sunny skies with a high of 78 right now in beautiful downtown Binghamton. No, it's not the Field of Dreams. It's the Parlor City. It's 69 at News Radio 1290. WNBF, where news breaks first.
ABC News will cover the nation and world at 8 o'clock. Right after that, a live local update from the WNBF News Center with Kathy White. All the latest information, what you need to know. It's for you, it's for your family, it's for your friends, your neighbors, your co-workers. We bring the news to you on WNBF, on air at AM 1290, and on the WNBF app, so you're always connected. WNBF News Time, 7.50. This is Brian Kilmeade, reminding you to listen weekday mornings from 10 till noon to the Brian Kilmeade Show on News Radio 1290 WNBF. We're just minutes away from the Friday edition of Binghamton Now. It'll be an interesting program. We'll take your calls. Maybe read a couple of emails on the air. You can always send us an email, binghamtonnow at wnbf.com. And right at the start of the program, we plan to speak with New York's 55th governor, David Patterson, to get his thoughts on what's been going on in Albany in recent days and what might happen in the next couple of weeks and beyond. Also... In the second hour, we'll talk with Binghamton University President Harvey Stenger. It's all for you. I'm Bob Joseph, live and local on your Friday morning on WNBF Binghamton at 8.00.